<laughs> welcome, welcome, Scoops. How are you doing? Thank you. Good, good. I'm a chilly day here in New York, but I'm doing well. How are you? Yeah, the same. The weather has uh, taken a turn for the for the worst over here as well in Valencia. Um, oh. Good. Okay, so welcome to uh, Chain Chat. Uh, it's great to have you. Thank you for coming on. Um, what we do is we ask each guest to leave a question for the next guest. So our last guest left this question for you, which is, how do you think blockchain will affect your life in the future? Um, I apologize here. I just realized my screen glitched. So if, <laughs> um, but it's, um, that's the technology we need to update. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's already impacted ways. Um, I didn't know it when I first came into the space. Um, I was just more curious about, um, I guess, what crypto was. And then I discovered NFTs. But through that, I've now found a place where I feel like I belong and that on both a professional and a, a personal level, I think. So it's, it's already altered the way my life is going. And I'm really excited what new things will happen with it in the future. Cool. And so what did get you in? What first caught your attention about it? How did you, how did you get hooked in? Um, I was first hooked by, by I'd heard mention of some, you know, coins before and did nothing with it. Um, but once I started looking into it and I invested a little bit, I got kind of hooked into like this new um, whole, you know, and, and then coming across NFTs, I, the, the, me was really drawn to the possibility of, um, Oh, sorry, things are glitching. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can hear you. I think it's my end. Okay, it, sorry, my, it, my whole screen froze up. <laughs> yeah, so you got but up yes, to, I, to the NFT part. Yeah, and so through discovering NFTs, um, you know, I wanted to unleash my artistic side in there. And through that, because most of that I've found is on Twitter, um, mm -hmm. there's a huge community of just wonderful people that... Yeah quickly won me over and now I'm you know it's not so much about like making the money or the art or anything it's it's the people that have really really made me stay there's, there's brilliance all around us yeah no I totally agree with you as that as well so um now you're more into the nft side of things do you have a project going on um I do have a little project that I've been kind of uh working on for the past I guess the past year because Several months ago, I did start to release a few um, images of the artwork I was doing, um, but someone, you know, as does happen, and decided to save those images and post them as their own with my whole story and everything. And it was devastating. So I took it down and I decided to, until I was ready to fully release it, um, I wouldn't, you know, do anything with it yet. So that's still to come, but I'm still dabbling with, um, with other projects. I'm helping them out as well. So... Uh -huh. um, you know, just trying to make bring my confidence back, I guess. Yeah, what a shame! Why? Again, I think, like you say, most people in this in this space are like a bit more, you know, altruistic and wanting to help each other. But you know, there's always going to be a few uh, a few foul foul players in in there. There's plenty. <laughs> yeah. What's your What's your background then? Before this, before this um, world. 
Before this, I spent a good chunk of my life in education. I've worked in mostly in environmental education, actually, um, in um, the northeast of the US. In Rhode Island, I worked in um, basically 2,300 acres of forest, and I would teach, you know, science education. And then, you know, after that, I worked in some, some other programs and schools, and then also a bit of customer care. I think the side of me that's drawn to working with people and helping them and educating them, I think that really comes out in a new space like this, where mm-hmm. I can help bring people together, onboard them, educate them. Um, mm-hmm. So I've somehow managed to blend that in and bring it into Web3. Yeah, great. Now I'm sorry, I have a background in education as well, so similar story. Um, what was I going to say? How... Um... Yeah, what educational resources have you used to, to learn? Because obviously it, it's mundillo, no? We would say in Spain, like, it's, there's so much to learn. Where does one start? Exactly. Um, it's funny. When, when I came into the space, um, I want to say February, March of 2021, um, there was, you know, quite a few you know, articles on, on crypto and most invest in but there wasn't anything that really catered that well. And when it came to NFTs, there was even less. There was one article or, you know, a couple of blogs here or there, but there wasn't much at all. Now there's an abundance of it and you've got to really filter through to figure out what is the fluff or what is a scam. And it's been, it's been quite a challenge um, in this now for, for a little bit of time. I think it's the people around me that I've learned to, to rely on as well. Um, they provide so many resources into whatever the skill set is that now if I have a question about wallet security, I don't have to necessarily Google it. I can always go to my friend who's more or less an expert in this mm-hmm. and ask him, you know, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. So I'm really trying to utilize, you know, surround yourself by smarter people than yourself and mm-hmm. grow that way. Yeah, no, I think uh, it's like a recurring kind of theme when I ask this question that people say it's the community. I think it's true, like, you know, the more people you can ask. Like, I think there's not not such a systematic way of learning it as well, because obviously we all learn in different ways as well. So what works for somebody might not work for for another person. Um, yeah, so your community, you would say, are the people that you interact with, that you've met through through Twitter, through maybe Discord and that kind of thing? Yeah, um, mostly Twitter. Uh, I did get into Discord. You know, there was a few months when that was just the place to be, and it was so chaotic that everyone just felt burnout, and a lot of people are drifting away from it now. Um, but through both Discord and Twitter, yeah, I've just... I've met some brilliant people. I've seen them start their own projects and be successful in what they're doing. I've helped out with a few of them. I'm uh, an advisor on on some to to help with diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. It's there's just so much out there. If you if you re, if you want to look, you you can find something. Yeah. And uh, speaking of diversity, then why why do you think that diversity is important in this space? <sighs> Um, it's important in any space because diversity brings different ideas, different lived experiences. When we set up by white men, for example, 
there's very little that they can tune into to get the right message across to the whole world. Mm-hmm. And they're not good at talking to individual people. But if you have a team that is diverse, you know, you know the, the right path to take, or at least be better guided mm-hmm. um, in how to be more inclusive and diverse. At Web3 being such a new technology, there's no reason we cannot start with it being diverse. You know, everything else in the world has already been set to be one type of way, and we have to backtrack to make good progress. I don't want to backtrack in Web3. I want us to move forward together. And I think the only way to do that is to be as diverse and as inclusive as we can. Yeah, no, that's great. That's like pretty much the, the crux of our philosophy as well. Like from the outset, have everybody here having their say. And, and that way, you know, we don't, we don't make mistakes as, as things mm-hmm. progress either. So uh, uh, how would you explain NFTs to somebody like perhaps my mom who would have no idea? Oh, it's, it's so tricky because every person might have a different example that works with them. Um, like if you can picture, well, let me backtrack. NFTs started out mostly being um, a profile picture, kind of like a, if, you, if you collected trading cards, for example, that would be one good example. And you trade it with someone else, but no two people would, would have that same card. You know, everyone would have their own verified ownership of who owns that piece of art. Um, like for example, I can have a, a magnet of the Mona Lisa on my fridge, but I don't own the Mona Lisa. Um, and when you look for who does own it, Finding the real one can be tricky because this was done, you know, hundreds of years ago and it's just a painting. There's no, is it only a piece of paper that says who it belongs to? Whereas this is all verified. So any transaction, any action that we make, we know exactly what's going on, who owns it, where it's gone, how much it's sold for. Um, And it doesn't just have to be about the art. It can be the utility, the memberships. It can be, um, you know, proof of attendance it can be many things we're venturing into where you'll start seeing subscriptions nfts and all kinds of things um so i know that's not the simplest way to describe it but it's just i guess it's a way to own things better to have to be able to verify them um and uh yeah i don't know it's no that's fine it's good yeah 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 uh, what do you wish you had known sooner? Probably how to control my emotions in this space. Um, things move so fast that uh-huh. whether you're into crypto and watching, you know, the, the charts pump and then crash, or if you're into NFTs and you're seeing a, a project that is about to be out of your reach and you really want to buy in, so much of what we do in this space has been based on emotions of, I don't want to miss out on this. I need to make money on this. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have just lost money through that because we didn't do more research into it. So I do think that knowing how to control your emotions earlier on and doing the research can really help you, um, you know, create a better path. Yeah. What kind of research are you referring to specifically? Like, would you be happy to share maybe a mistake that you've made and what you wish you'd looked up? Um, well, for example, if uh, um, 
if there's a new coin that's going to be dropping and people want to buy that token um, because there's been some hype around it, you know, big names have mentioned this and it's going to go tomorrow, it's going live, you've got to buy in. Um, of course, a lot of people have Intel and they know that what, more or less what that price can do or they know that the initial hype will increase the price and then it will drop. I think having the research into knowing that when something is released, prices tend to go up because people want to buy in, whether it's an NFT project or a coin. But then there's always that moment, not always, but there tends to be that moment where suddenly the price drops. There's that correction or people sell it because they made profit. And I think that knowing something as simple as that, of controlling the emotion of buying immediately, but also the research of knowing, okay, watching the price going up doesn't mean I'm about to miss out. It means I'm likely buying the top and then it's going to go back down and I'm stuck holding this until the price comes back up. So I think, you know, looking into things deeper that way can help. And with NFT projects, as well as, you know, anyone who's, who's building a, a token, um, look into their team, look into who they are look into what they've done before, look into what their roadmap might be. Um, there's so much that can tell you if they're good or, or if there's red flags that, um, mm -hmm. you, you know, again, don't act on impulse. Just take some time and, and read into something first. Yeah, no, that was uh, one that uh, Juliana, another guest, she said, I would always go and read the white paper. Like if I wanted to buy a coin, find the white paper, read that. Mm -hmm. I think that was pretty good advice as well. And yeah. what... What um what are you excited about? I mean, what kind of projects have you seen that make you excited, or or protocols, or uh, possibilities that we might see in the future that you think um, will be good? That right now is a very interesting question because the bear market has hit. A lot of people have left, and a lot of projects have just abandoned and jumped ship as well. So yes. we're in a time where I think it's good to watch those that are quietly building, not the ones that are just bragging about being here every day, but the ones that are, that are bringing some value to things. And there's a few projects out there that, funny enough, are more affordable because men don't like buying things that aren't made by men a lot of the time. So most of these projects are women-run. Uh -huh. um, so I think that a lot of those are doing good things. And... Um, you know, in the world, for example, um, my BFF or uh, World of Women, um, you know, women and weapons, um, dead, strong women with great ideas. Mm -hmm. And I think we're, we're lucky to have the prices be as affordable as they are right now for some of these things, because I do think they're going to make huge waves in, in the web. Yeah. It's cut out again, hasn't it? Did it cut out? Oh, hello. Are we there? I, I can hear you. Yeah, I think you're back. Hello. All right. I'll turn my uh, video off. It's, it's when it rains in Valencia. Like the inter is, is that a thing? Can the weather affect? Oh, yeah. I, I, At least I was here. born and raised just south of you in Alicante. And whenever there was a drizzle, everything, including roads, would shut down. <laughs> function with wetness it's it's mental i swear every time it rains my my connection goes to where well, it goes it goes um yeah 
So you were saying, sorry, and I think it did kind of start to cut out that the future of NFTs, and I'm quite interested in how you think they might evolve or change in the future as well. Any predictions? I mean, it's opinion-based, but... Um, I think that there will always be some hype bubbles that make things look like they are the future. Um, but a lot of the time it is just people trying to just make that quick money by you know waiting for it to go up and then they sell and stand back from just watching those things that we think are skyrocketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is happening? Um, because as I say, it's not just the art as well. I think subscription NFTs are mm-hmm. something that will be coming into play. Um, I'm not sure I'm not versed in the tech side of a lot of these things, but seeing a few people, um, I think there's some really interesting concepts there. Um, and, you know, going as far as souvenirs, you go and attend uh, an attraction somewhere and you can get your NFT souvenir of that place or, you know, it can be any kind of thing. The, it's just that the, the new platform in the mon that's different, but our needs as human beings to, to own and subscribe and to, um, to verify ownership, I think that's, that's the key so that it's limitless. Mm-hmm. All right, and then um, a couple more. Um, I was going to ask you, what's your, what's your next step? What are you hoping to do next? Um, I, I'm, I want to continue doing what I do, which um, I found kind of just casually by accident. I've just, um, I found my, my place in, on Twitter um, where I have a good um, helping to uplift and hire because make sure that moving forward we can have as much um, accessibility and inclusivity as we can uh, with all kinds of people and it's not just based on gender or skin tone but also on you know on any disability or on location or anything mm-hmm. um, so I'm, I'm still I'm sticking with that I think I think I can expand in different ways as I said I'm, I'm on um, a guild for diversity and inclusivity for a project um, I've helped advise others that have questions about things. So anything to make the space just more welcoming for mm-hmm. people that aren't your typical users, I guess. Okay, cool. Any other, um, maybe like you mentioned the Guild for DEI, any other diversity inclusion insights or ideas or ways that, steps that people can take to to be more diverse and welcoming and inclusive. Yeah, there's always steps to take. Um, even myself, like I'm not an expert in any of this. I, I just try to approach things with an open mind and an open heart and mm-hmm. a willingness to learn and grow. And I think that we all need to do that. I think the one thing a lot of us do is when we encounter something that's um, a little uncomfortable or that we don't know about, makes us feel awkward, we tiptoe around it. and we need to stop doing that because otherwise we don't address the problems or how to, to better solve them in the future. We're just like, Oh, that's, we won't mention that. We'll just, we'll acknowledge it, but we'll move on. And I think we just, we need to dive into things, get uncomfortable 
sit with our own discomfort because we're all going to have our own privileges or maybe we've realized that we've been causing microaggressions towards certain people and you know no one likes being told that you've done wrong but when it's unintentional you still need to sit with it and address those things mm -hmm. and I think that more of us need to do that especially coming into this space that's so global and that brings all kinds of people um, so I'm working on myself and I encourage people to, to work on themselves put yourself somewhere among people that you you don't relate to and just sit and listen that's mm -hmm. it Oh, good tip. Um, is there anything else that you were hoping that I was going to ask you? Did you have anything, any kind of answer prepared, ready for a question that hasn't come? Um, not really. I think that they've all been really important questions. Um, I think they're different for everyone. And I think listening to everyone's experiences is what builds our own knowledge and understanding of people around us. Mm -hmm. um, so I don't think there's anything. That I, was, that I was that I had prepared or that okay. I was hoping for um, <laughs> but yeah no no I I mean this I could always talk about any of this for for any length of time so I know um, and we only, we only have the, the fact that friends that listen to us as well don't we because we can uh, bore some of our friends to tears with these uh with these uh crypto blockchain nft things uh, but it's it's so it's early enough that as people come in and try to um, educate themselves, they'll come across these conversations hmm. and see the human behind, um, you know, the blockchain to, exactly. to see that we all have our own experiences coming into this, our own struggles, our own obstacles. Um, you know, I'm queer and I'm non-binary and um, but I'm also white and I'm male presenting. So I know that I have some privileges, but I also know that I'm held back by others and you don't know these things until you talk to people. So I think that what you're doing is is very, very valuable. Thank you, yeah. No, I really enjoy it as well. I get to meet and chat to loads of different people from all different backgrounds and it, yeah, it's, it's my jam. Um, all right, then the last one is for you to leave us with a question for the next guest. We don't know who it is, so um, it can be anything. Yeah, so I, I, you know, because I'm all about, you know, actual, you know, the diversity, I like to ask um, what they are doing to help onboard people from these marginalized or underrepresented communities. Perfect. So, not just, you know, what their thoughts are on being an ally, but what, what are you doing specifically to help onboard them? Okay. Um, I'm always curious to know what people are up to. Brilliant. All right. I will... Uh... Leave it there then. Thank you very much for, for coming on and chatting to us. And I will let you know when we are when we are ready to publish. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure and I've just I've loved discussing these things with you and your Thank listeners. Thank you. Nice to meet you. You too. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.